Just for today, I do not anger. Just for today, I do not worry. Just for today, I am thankful. Just for today, I work hard. Just for today, I am kind to others. This is the Reiki Affirmation. My name is Christian. Welcome to the Akashic Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Reiki. We'll talk about what Reiki is, what are the benefits, how do we learn it, and as always, I'll give you some guidance for the week, and we'll see what's coming up next. Thanks for joining me. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of history, but before I do that, we're going to break down this word Reiki. What does it mean? It actually breaks down into two words. Rei, which means universal, and Ki, which means spirit, energy, or vital force. So Reiki translates to the energy of the universe. That is, if you ever work with me, that is what I would call it, the energy of the universe. I heal through the energy of the universe. So that is what the word itself means. So now let's talk about some history. So this all happens with Professor Mikao Sui. He was a religious studies professor in Japan. And as his students began to question him about the healing practices of Jesus and healing through the hands, he didn't have answers. So he went on a quest, visited different countries, different professors, different universities to find out how to answer this question and how to heal. That is what he was after. So after not getting the answers that he needed or he wanted, he went up to Mount uh, Kurama in Japan and he stayed there for 21 days. And these 21 days are going to become important as I talk about um, the practice itself. He was there for 21 days and at the end of the 21st day, disappointed, he was ready to leave. The answers didn't come through. Spent all that time meditating, nothing came through. So as he was getting ready to leave, a big blinding white light came down, hit him right in the center of the head, so the third eye. And as he came to, he saw a, a number of bubbles, and these bubbles had the Reiki signs that we use in therapy. And it explained to him how they were to be used in order to heal people. So this is how Mikao Sui receives the energy of the universe. So as he came down from the mountain, he began to heal people through the laying of the hands. So he begins to work with this energy, but he realized one thing. He realized that people kept coming back to him to cure the same illnesses and the same problems. So you can heal someone by laying your hands on them and bring them to balance but they go back to the same emotional state and the same behaviors that made them sick in the first place. And he deducted that this was for a number of reasons. Maybe this was easier for the people to be sick or people just wanted to be sick, which is the ideology that I subscribe to. We are sick because we choose to be sick. Anyways, that's beyond the point. So he realized that not only do we need to heal the body through the laying of the hands, but we need to do emotional work as well. And this will bring people to full healing. 
So as he continued to teach, his teachings made, made, him, made it all over the world. To the Tibet, to the United States, Europe. So this uh, Reiki movement made it all over the world. As things went on though, Everyone started adding their own flavor to it. So Tibetan Reiki carries one way of healing. And then you have Lemurian style Reiki and the Reiki that you learn um, in the East. So everyone has added their own flavor to it now. And that is how Reiki sort of gets started and it gets spread out everywhere. Okay, so how does it work? Generally, the inner workings are very similar for every practitioner. It's very general. So we will channel the energy through a prayer and an intention. Each practitioner has their own prayer and intention. And from there, the energy comes down from our heart chakra and it comes out of the hands. And we lay the hands without touching. Some people do touch. I am strictly no touch. And we lay the hands into the center of energy or the uh, area of the body that needs that needs healing. Now, as far as the therapy goes, everyone's got the, their own way of doing it. I can't speak for other practitioners. What I will usually do is I will speak to the person first and see how they're feeling and what their complaints are. Uh, on their body or emotionally and then from there I can come up with a diagnosis and say okay we need to work on this we need to work on that and we'll develop a therapy plan around it and we carry on from there some people use crystals other people use pendulums there is sound therapy I like to involve sound therapy as well um, I cannot give you sort of a general therapy because it varies uh, my guides and the person's higher self self tell me as we go what I need to work on and how I'm gonna work on it. So it's very, very intuitive. Some people have a cookie cutter mold um, and they do the same every time. And then there's some of us that are very intuitive. It just varies from healer to healer. So, but the actual channeling of the energy is the same and the way the energy flows is actually the same. Okay, so now let's talk about learning Reiki. And this is my own opinion. I have a way of seeing this. Other practitioners have a different way. And they might be mad at me for what I'm going to say. But everyone's got their own opinion. So we all know Reiki. Every single one of us knows Reiki. And knows how to work with the energies. We have forgotten. And if you follow my previous podcast. When you come into this incarnation you've actually forgotten everything you know. You know how to heal through the hands. You know how to read Akashic Records. You know how to heal from the heart. You know absolutely everything from previous incarnations. We all spend time in Lemuria and Atlantis. So you know all these things, but you must forget them. So anyone can learn Reiki. You don't need to be psychic. You don't need to have special abilities. Anyone can learn Reiki, and one of my teachers, uh, my Tibetan Reiki teacher, he used to say, no matter who you are, you can learn Reiki. Adolf Hitler can come out and he can learn Reiki too, so he can heal everyone. Um, so that's first. So second, um, you would need to find a Reiki master, someone that 
knows how to work with the energy and is also familiar with the levels and initiations. In Usui traditional Reiki, there's three levels. There's level one, which lets you practice healing just on yourself. It carries you through the channeling of the energy, the Reiki affirmation, the first two symbols that we use in healing, and you learn all the positions and you start working on yourself. From there, you have to actually do a 21-day purge where you work on yourself for 21 days. This is why the 21 days that I told you in the history of Reiki become important. It's symbolic and it lets you assimilate the energy. From there, um, different teachers have different restrictions. You must be working on X amount of people for X amount of months before you can go to a level two. So that will vary from master to master. Then from there, you go on to level two Reiki. And there you learn different symbols and you'll learn to work on other people. You'll finally be aligned to, and I'll talk about alignments in just a second. Um, you'll be aligned to work on other people. And from there, you can start opening up your practice and start working on people and developing your own Reiki healing abilities. And then, then you do another 21 days of self-healing. And then you can go into level three. Level three is the master. And the master teaches you different symbols and prepares you to teach. Prepares you to teach and align people to the energy. And alignments are the awakening of the centers of energy. Starting from the bottom to the top. So chakras 1 through 7. They become awake and aligned to the universe in each one of the levels until you finally a fully functional and aligned being. So the best way to learn is to find a master, sit down, have a conversation with them, make sure that their way of teaching, their demeanor, their energy resonates with you. Don't just go to the first person that stands in front of you teaching Reiki. Make sure it's someone who is there to meet all of your needs and you're going to make this an enjoyable experience. Um, you don't want people who badmouth their master because they don't like how they taught and they still got the alignment, but it's, it's just, it's bad practice. I mean, it's just my own opinion. So find someone who resonates with you, someone who you enjoy working with. And also if you want to go to a different master for your level two, you're more than welcome to do that. And same thing for your master because you're getting different experience and you're getting different perspectives. So that is just the basics of how we would go about learning Reiki. So now that we've had this brief conversation on Reiki, it's my favorite part of the podcast now. This is when we tap into the Akashic Records for guidance for the upcoming week. And what the Akashic Records want you to know today is to let go of all the expectations and feelings into this upcoming week. Do not set an expectation for any, anything that you're going into, any project, any interaction. Let it flow. 
if you let things flow, you will be able to see the opportunities and lessons that you're supposed to learn. It will all become clear through your third eye. But as you attach an, an expectation to something and you attach your feelings to it, then if things don't go the way you were expecting them to go, this is where we end up falling down with a broken heart. So that's number one. Number two, the records also want you to know that the world is at your disposal. You are free to learn whatever you want to learn, experience what you want to experience, manifest what you want to manifest. As long as this is for your highest good and for your evolution. And remember, remember the recipe for manifesting. It all starts with your thoughts. It starts in your head. It follows through with spoken word. Put it out in the universe and be careful what you put out. And it follows through with action. The universe will start moving the gears and putting the right people in the right place and putting you in the right situation. You have free will. You are the only one who can stop yourself from flourishing and experiencing what you want to experience and manifest what you want to manifest. And so it is, and so it will be. Thank you so much for joining me today in our brief conversation about Reiki. I hope that if you were on the fence about it, you now go out and find someone that resonates with you to get your practice started. I think that would be very good. Next week, we're going to be talking about magnified healing. That's one of my most favorite healings. It's a beautiful, beautiful healing. So we'll get some benefit out of that. And for the next seven weeks, we're going to be talking about the main seven ascended masters that are with us at all times surrounding our mighty I am presence. So I'm looking forward to those seven discussions. And if this resonates with you, I would appreciate a like and a share so we can get this information to as many people as possible. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. This is the Akashic Podcast.